0: We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balaszewski says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balaszewski.
1: Hello, my friends. Thank you so much for spending a part of your day with us here on Empower Radio and Journey to Center. You know, it is often said our Thoughts create our feelings, which not only can make us feel good or bad, they dictate what we attract and the direction we go in our lives. I know when I was really depressed, I felt I had no control over my thoughts. It seemed they had control over me. And as I started to really consciously pay attention to them, it was no wonder I felt so rotten. I was constantly thinking about what was wrong with me, how hard life was, and I spent a lot of time beating myself up over mistakes I had made. For many years, it was a pretty negative environment in my mind, and I finally realized, until I took greater responsibility for that environment, there was no way I was going to feel better or do better. I'm so grateful I decided to set some strong intentions, and then I manifested the book's teachers, and information I needed to help me rewire and heal and move into a place of joy, positivity, peace, and authentic power. And I really believe this is something everyone can do if they really want to. My guest today says the level of joy you desire is within your own grasp, and I completely agree. It can take time, courage, diligence, and commitment, but I am confident peace and joy can be yours. And Roland Griffith is going to share some information, tools, and techniques to help put you on this path and assist you on your journey to peace and joy in a comprehensive and accessible way. Roland Griffith is a successful entrepreneur, humanist, business leader, author, and public speaker. In his new book, Find Peace, One Pop at a Time, Roland chronicles his own 18-year battle with depression and his learnings to a life of hope, happiness, peace, and joy. Today, Roland is here to offer us some tools to help us intentionally turn down the volume on our unhelpful mental chatter and share some information about the system he has developed to help anyone who is ready for it claim greater peace, happiness, and joy for themselves. So Roland, thanks for saying yes to this conversation here today on Journey to Center.
0: Hello, Tammy. How you doing?
1: I'm fantastic and so grateful to be in your presence and spending this time together.
0: Well, likewise. Thank you.
1: <laughs> so I just want to start with the fact that you, like me, are an accidental author. You didn't really set out to write a book. You were a successful businessman. Can you give me a little bit of your backstory and how this book came into being?
0: Yes. Um accidental is a good word <laughs> it's just, in my situation. Yeah. And the last thing I thought I'd ever do is write a book, but, um, my, uh, my background, uh, I've been a business guy all my life and, uh, successful, uh, from the outside appearance. Uh, well, have been successful, but, uh, probably appeared to be a guy that didn't have a, a worry in the world and so on. But on the inside, I did have lots of struggles and, uh, it goes way back early in my life and so on, And uh, but I've just kind of learned how to cope. And um, and so the moodiness and the depression um, seemed to kind of grow from decade after decade just further into my life. And um, so um, it came a time in my life uh, when I had a 32-year marriage uh, divorce in 1997 that Things were really in the pits for me, and uh, my life was really upside down. And um, so, um, as a matter of fact, uh, three years later, the year of 2000, I tried to do away with myself and um, uh, made an attempt. um, And um, then, um, now going back uh, to 1985, when I was first diagnosed with severe depression, uh, I became fascinated with the subject of depression. And so on the side, I was always reading and researching everything I could about depression. So this went on for 18 years, um, um, hand-in-hand with talk therapy, hand-in-hand with medications. I was on antidepressants starting in 1985. And... All of this um, effort continued until the year of 2003, and uh, one morning in March, a uh, cold winter day, I woke up uh, uh, out of bed and looked around in my bedroom, and everything was just crystal clear to me, and I just had a, a breakthrough morning that I will never forget, and uh, my life changed totally from that time on. and. Um, so it, um, shortly after that, I just like wanted to heal the world. I wanted to share whatever I, I had learned and whatever experiences I've had, um, so that others, um, could no longer suffer like I had for some, so many years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, eventually it, um, uh, th- through the, uh, encouragement from my wife, Connie, uh, Uh, of which Connie and I got married in 2000, so now we've been married 17 years. But she experienced all this with me, and she kept encouraging me, honey, you need to write a book and to share all this. And so that's what I finally got done. I never imagined I'd write a book, but uh, uh, years later I got it finished, and here we are.
1: And I'm so glad you did. And again, your book is called "Find Peace One Pop at a Time." Now, what does that mean, "Find Peace One Pop at a Time"?
0: Well, here's what happened. After that breakthrough, I went for about a year without a, a, a bad mood, and which, for me, was unthinkable. <laughs> and uh, but in time, like I say, about a year or so, I started. Sense, feeling a little moodiness creeping back in on me, and uh, it it sort of caused me to panic to to get down to pull my sleeves up and f- try to figure this out. What's going on here? I, the last thing I want to do is go back into that kind of darkness and so on. And so so I that particular summer, I skimmed about three hundred self help books and um, tried to get the meat out of them and try to figure this out. And uh, um, I, I came to the conclusion that what would always start up that kind of thing was the chatter of my mind and, um, and that it's going on uh, uh, sometimes more rapidly than others, but it's usually going on in the background. And if I'm listening and giving it much attention, uh, it can take me down. It can take me that direction. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I kind of coined a phrase that I call a span of unawareness, which means you're driving along in your car and you're not really thinking about where, where you're at. Your your mind might be in a whole different direction and um, thinking about something that happened yesterday or something that I think might happen tomorrow and so on. And um, and if we hang on to those scenarios and those stories that are going on in our mind, the longer we listen to them, the more dramatic they Become, mm-hmm. and uh, so I came to the conclusion: what I need to do is learn how to cut those off, cut those stories off mm-hmm. as, as quickly as possible, so that I don't experience all that drama.
1: Yeah, and, so it doesn't um, take you down the drain.
0: <laughs> yeah, and so um, so I I created a little little concepts where you can kind of uh, use your senses to um, stop. Stop the chatter, and um, so, so by using your senses, I'm saying you, you're hearing, your sight, uh, whatever it might be, because when you really engage your senses, you can't think at the same time. You, two of them, the two don't operate together, and so, um, so I created a kind of a list of different ones. There's a list in my book of, uh, for as an example, one would be uh, if you look out your window, your Living room window, and you look at this hot, this um, tree out front that maybe you hadn't noticed the beauty of the shape of it or something like that. Just engaging in that for a couple of three seconds is a way to stop your your mind, or to um, to sense your lungs as you're breathing in and out, uh, contracting and deflating, and so on. Um, that uh, a second or two of that kind of thing is is what I call a piece of, piece, P-I-E-C-E of peace, p i e c e of p e a c e, which I call a pop. So, mm-hmm. so anyway, it's a matter of uh, learning how to just exercise pops and let that become kind of a normal uh, operation with you, uh, with practice.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, something you say. Whether we dwell in the past or future, the turbulence from the mental chatter is a self-inflicted torture. And you say believing in the mind's mental chatter leads to suffering and pain, that our thoughts literally play mind games with us. I thought that was very interesting.
0: Right. There's no value to what what the mind says because there's no truth, truth to it. It's um, full of distortions and it's full of magnif- magnification and, and things like that. That uh, And so coming to recognize that more and more uh, allows us to give it less and less impetus, less um, value, mm-hmm. and um, um, helps us to to sort of not pay so much attention to it as we go. Yes. And just ch- turns down the drama.
1: Yeah. So you say that we um, can take charge of our happiness one minute at a time. And it can take that because we're really trying to create a different habit. And that can take some effort. It can take some diligence.
0: It can. And um, like like any new discipline, um, there there are, um, I, I build in the book, uh, in the back of the book is a daily log um, that allows a person to kind of get on track and uh, to become motivated with it and where you can show yourself and you can uh, you can show yourself the progress that you're making. And um, so, because I, I think it's important just to have a tool like that to help you get on track.
1: I think that that's really um Accurate. I think that's true because sometimes we need to be able to see that we're making progress so that we can Really believe that it's working for us. So we can see that we're making progress We we're, we've come a long ways We're we still may have ways to go But to be able to take that moment and say you know what I'm I'm doing well I'm heading the right direction and be right. I think almost proud of ourselves that we're taking responsibility and that we're making progress I think this is a really great tool
0: Right.
1: So, Roland, what do you believe um, makes your book effective or interesting compared to maybe some of the other self-help books out there?
0: Well, I think um, I think following it to the T is the absolute best way I know to start a new direction with turning down the mind's chatter because I have, if you follow it, it's it's a little difficult to have a conversation about it as much because you almost need to read it um, step by step because I do have steps in there to follow to kind of create this new discipline. But to to, to discuss it sounds more complicated than really what it is. But um, let me take you back to um, a situation that happened to me way before I even had this breakthrough situation and it was this, that I was gaining weight. I was, um, I've always been a fairly thin guy and, and, uh, but over time when I was pretty depressed, I was putting on pounds and, and I got to a place I was going to have to change my whole wardrobe. And I, I just didn't want to go, go that direction. And so I took it real serious all of a sudden and kind of devised a, a method that, that really worked for me. And, um, Because I would get discouraged, like uh, trying to change direction by reducing weight instead of gaining weight. I would would typically weigh myself in the morning, and I'd be up one pound one day, and I'd be down two pounds the next, and then up three the next time I weigh myself, and so on. And it was just, you know, I just, it was not motivating. It was discouraging. Mm -hmm. And so... I finally developed a, a little log, and this this goes way back before I ever wrote a book that, that had to do more with my weight and it, and it had to to do with this. I realized that if I could gain, if I could set up a log that shows I'm at least heading the right direction as an average weigh-in rather than what it was today, mm-hmm. um, and if I could break it down to either even smaller increments, then a pound, um, then that might help. And so what I did is I broke it down to a 10th of a pound and I just averaged my weigh-ins. And, um, so that's what I did. And and I lost about 20 pounds, which is about what I needed to lose uh, in a matter of less than a year. Mm. And uh, just by logging and seeing that as an average, I'm starting now to go the right direction. I didn't change my, um, diet. I didn't change anything other than I had kind of this new mental attitude that, Hey, Mm -hmm. this what's left on my plate here. Right, right here could be a 10th of a pound. I'll just leave it alone. And so I, I just started reducing my intake a little bit. It it wasn't anything difficult, but it started working and it was motivating for me.
1: Yes. I love that. You know, what I'm hearing is that your mental attitude became encouraging rather than discouraging, which is going to create more positive, The negative, that makes perfect sense.
0: Right. And so I patterned my log in my book about this mental chatter about POPs and uh, about present time and so on. I I created a log for that in the same fashion, where it's just tiny incremental gains. And uh, it became motivating for me to basically perform POPs Mm -hmm. as often as I might think about doing it and it just started reducing the drama down and I could see where I was making progress based on my log and I'm being in the present more and more all the time and uh, just by maybe a a tenth of a percent a day and so on and and so that's that's what I did.
1: Mm. Yeah something I really believe is if we spend more time with positive thoughts rather than negative be them the pops or whatever you're going to spiral up rather than spiral down. So, and when we start to really see our progress, it becomes, it's easier and it becomes more natural, don't you think?
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: Yeah. And it is to me like creating that new mental habit. You know, I've heard years ago um, from neuroscientists that we create literal grooves in our brains by the thoughts we think, the repetition. So if we want to change the the, the direction of our lives or how we're feeling, we have to create different grooves and it doesn't always happen all at once or maybe never uh, happens all at once. So it, it happens one thought at a time. It's like creating, um, uh, you know, digging out a shovel and and creating a new groove. It can take some time and some diligence and some consistency, but it can happen. So Roland, do you think this is something everyone can do?
0: I do. It's it's uh you know, there's there's another aspect to it that I don't talk too much about in the book that I think is essential to understand and that is that the mind is not who we are. And Correct. so um so learning that in addition to where you can understand that the mind is you are you are a, a human being, always being, whereas the mind is simply Um, portraying scenarios, simply portraying stories that are not real, Mm -hmm. that are fictional. Because um, if it if it's a scenario, if it's a story about the past, it, it can't be real because it it's going to be skewed. It's not going to be absolute. If it's something about the future, it hasn't happened yet, so it can't be real. Mm-hmm. And so, um, to understand that, okay, that's the main. That's the the mind is a wonderful tool, and it can be used, uh, and, and it is necessary to use it in so many ways as we do as we plan in life and as we create in life. But to use it to guide us is not the right, mm-hmm. the right answer. So that's where we most of us go wrong. We listen to it as though it was who we are, and we listen to it as a guide, and because it does create how we feel. Yes. And uh, when we confuse all that, then it, it takes us in the wrong direction.
1: Oh, that was really well put. I think that was just. Uh incredible and very comprehensive. And I I think you're absolutely right. If the mind is in the driver's seat, we're probably not going to go where we really want to go, where it's going to make us happy and feel that sense of fulfillment and peace and contentment. So I think you're, I I like my heart in the driver's seat or my soul in the driver's seat. And I I think it's been said uh, our tools, our mind's a wonderful tool if we use it rather than it using us so I think exactly. that that's a really, really, really great point. And we aren't our minds. We aren't our bodies. I think we're a soul having a human experience. And until we, I think until I really understood that, I did struggle a great deal. So I appreciate your wisdom.
0: Yes. And I think we all struggle from time to time. I think it's it's normal as a human being to have those yes. struggles. But I think it's it really important is. to learn to learn what we can do to minimize it.
1: Yeah. And, and something, you know, about your story, it's like you went deeper than most. I don't think most people um, really seriously contemplate suicide. I did for two or three years and wondered why my life wasn't working very well. But you went so far as to make an attempt, you know. And um, if you can pull yourself out of that deep hole, I do believe um, – most anyone can if, if again, they have the intention and um, the courage and are willing to to commit to themselves and, and be diligent. And, again, I believe your book offers some very accessible tools to help people um, start on that path if it's what they want for themselves.
0: Yeah, thank you. I, I'm uh, getting good responses from it, and uh, so I appreciate that.
1: Absolutely. So Roland, we only have a few minutes left here. Can you tell people where they can get a copy of your book or connect with you or learn more about your teachings?
0: Sure. My uh, website is RolandGriffith.com. That's R-O-L-A-N-D-G-R-I-F-F-I-T-H dot com. And... Um, the book is, is uh, there. You can uh, you can buy the book by going to the website or you can just go directly to Amazon and find it there. And the book title is Find Peace, One Pop at a Time.
1: So, yes, it, it is a really easy read and comprehensive, but also there is uh, wonderful tools and great wisdom there if you're ready to claim a life of greater peace. And for me as one like you, Roland, who has suffered and struggled to finally get to that place of peace. Oh, my goodness. To me, this feels like heaven on earth. And I, like you, want to help as many people as I can get to this place of, of just peace and equanimity, fulfillment, creativity, joy. It really is a, a wonderful way to navigate this crazy human experience, don't you think?
0: I do. It's, uh, it's worth it all. Uh, Trying to help others, um, doing what we can, uh, such as what you're doing, um, it's it's worth it all. And um, we only get one chance to spin around on this earth, and and, uh, (laughs) uh, whatever we can do to help one another, I think is important.
1: I agree. Be of service. Yeah, Yeah, it is. That I think has created great fulfillment for me years ago when I was uh, really in the bowels of depression and spiraling down the tubes. What I got very clearly was if I could figure my way out of this kind of pain, if I could be guided out of it in some way that someday I could be a guide for others to get out of it. So yes, paying it forward and being of service for me has absolutely made this worth it. And that was what actually kept me breathing and, um, help me claim that commitment to figuring it out so I could be here today having conversations with you and others of like mind to help people give, give people tools to live better lives. So I'm so grateful for your presence and the yeah. work you've done, Roland, and for being with us here today.
0: Absolutely. For anyone that's out there struggling, seek help. There's, there's yes. plenty of help out there available.
1: Yes, and I really, really believe when the student's ready, the teacher appears, and it can come in a lot of forms and fashions, be a book, be it a podcast, be it a teacher, be it a counselor. Um, I really think when we're ready and we open our hearts, it can show up because that's how it works here. That's how it works. So Roland, we just have like a minute. Do you have any final words of wisdom you've shared a lot? Is there anything that you want to share as a final message to our listeners today?
0: Well, I'll just reiterate, seek help. Uh, there is so much available, uh, even online, um, uh, therapist, um, self-help books, uh, anything you can go for. Um, you have to seek, 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 and you'll find the right avenue for you uh, that will um, can change your life uh, totally around, and uh, life is... It's so worthwhile and it's so wonderful to live and it's such a grateful thing to to just be alive and yeah. um you see that um uh when you turn the other turn to the other side and um yeah. it's just worth all the effort to uh try to seek seek really. help in any way you can
1: yeah there i is think hope
0: what you're... for there is hope for everyone.
1: Yes, yeah, Seek and ye shall find, knock and it shall open to, for you. And it can take a little time. It can take some diligence and commitment. And we do have this buffer of time on planet Earth. So you need to be consistent and diligent, but it is available to all of us. I agree. So thank you so much, Roland, for spending time with us. I'm grateful you said yes to another show for next week. A few more pops for you and our guests and Thank you, Remy, for being such a fabulous producer. Thank you to my listeners for hanging out with us. Be in touch with me, TammyBPhD.com. You're in our heart and prayers. I'm sending you blasts of appreciation, love, and light. I hope you're receiving that and feeling that. God bless you. Take good care of yourselves. Onward and upward. Bye for now.